Welcome to the Hamilton Community Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Gonzier, Communication Coordinator. Today we are interviewing Abra Behrens, the author of Roughage, A Practical Guide to Vegetables, a cookbook named one of the 12 best cookbooks of spring 2019 by the New York Times. Abra, a 2000 graduate of Hamilton High School, traveled the country in spring 2019 promoting her book. She was on CBS This Morning, featured on Byte, an iHeartRadio.com podcast, and made stops at libraries, farms, and stores like the Dill Pickle Co-op in Chicago, where we caught up with her in May 2019. Check out this original, uncut audio interview from our time with Abra. So my name is Abra Behrens. I went to Hamilton High School, and before that went to Bentheim Elementary School and grew up on 40th Street in Hamilton. And how did you Yeah, so after high school, I went to University of Michigan and started working at Zingerman's Deli in Ann Arbor. And from there, I went from working in the front of house, taking orders and running trays and things like that, to cooking in the kitchen. And I had cooked there for about two years or so, and then decided to make the leap and go to cooking school. So that was my sort of graduate program. and. Uh, Zingerman's introduced me to a school called Ballymaloo, which is in the south of Ireland. So I was able to travel and learn from Darina Allen, who's the, the owner and headmistress there. Um, spent three months in Ireland and three months in the UK working and studying food, and then moved back to Chicago. And I had been cooking in Chicago uh, since 2007, and then in 2009 started my own farm back up in Michigan in Northport, which is about 20 miles north of Traverse City. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up, my grandpa, um, Ed Barons, was a pickle farmer, and my parents were both anesthesiologists, but also did a lot of farming as well. And so it was there that, you know, there's such amazing growers in our region, and realizing that fewer and fewer people really understood what goes into farming and what happens and, you know, the, the scale of farms and different farms and what they grow, vegetable farms versus a single crop versus row crops versus dairy or, you know, meat or any of those things. So I thought I love cooking and I love feeding people and it was a really nice way to be able to help tell the story not only of the growers who are growing all of that food but also the region that I came from. You know Michigan is the second most agriculturally diverse state in the nation and a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people don't think about the food that comes from our region. So wanting to really put Michigan first and foremost and then also uh, you know our farm was running farmers markets sometimes four or five days a week and I was getting the same questions each week about what to do with these ingredients and so thinking about the family meals that we had growing up and what sort of resources my family needed to learn about food to be able to put together these meals day in and day out so I wanted to provide a resource for that for home cooks. And how did the kind of the book deal come about mm -hmm. and getting it published what's been the response so far? Yeah. Uh, so I started writing a food column up in northern Michigan. So I've been writing a column for the Traverse City Record Eagle for about five years. And it was truly just a little bit on a whim. I asked them if they uh, were looking for additional writers and if they would give me a shot. And they did. So I think it's really a testament to uh, just asking and trying to work hard and, and get started somewhere. And then um, from that, the column was put together and uh, we turned it into a book. So that process was about a three and a half year process. So I had been writing for about a year and a half uh, before 
starting on the book and then the book was like a deeper dive into that so if the column was sort of the start of it the book was really an opportunity to to dive deeper and explore each vegetable and tell again tell more of those stories of the people who are growing the food and what are you doing here tonight um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the Dill Pickle uh, Food Co-op asked me to come out. They are a really interesting model of a grocery store. So they are a cooperative. People buy in and are members. So it's sort of like um, the same idea as a community-supported agriculture CSA share, where you're buying into the health of the business, and then people use it as their grocery store. So it's people who are often very interested in food and growing and sustainability and where their food comes from and those things. So all of that ties directly into my book, and they had uh, wanted me to come out and do a talk and and kind of connect with some of their their shoppers and anything else you'd like to add kind of about your experience mm. in this industry or just like advice for like students kind of looking up to someone like you you know at my high school graduation, uh, Rich Herbig was the, the teacher who gave the commencement address, and he had written to a bunch of different celebrity people about what he should tell us. And the only person that wrote back was Tom Brokaw, and he sent back a handwritten note that said, it's easy to make a buck, but it's hard to make a difference. And I think that that message really resonated with me and really has stuck with me. And I think that our area has so much going on for it, but also there's a lot of people in need and there's a lot of things that we can do on a day-to-day practical level that will make a difference and if that means staying in the region and being a good neighbor or if it means traveling outside of our region and doing things on a larger scale I think you're capable of doing all of those things uh, just figure out what you're passionate about and how you can make a difference thank you for listening to the Hamilton Community Schools podcast stay tuned for more episodes